0: Welcome to our weekly Wednesday night shiir. Oops. Um, Hold on, I think Scranton is joining us. I'm not sure. Okay, the Shir of course, is Nishmas. Aram Baruch Ben Yudah Levi. And Amelia Basara. Um... I'm pre-recording this year in the afternoon, simply because today is some Gedalia, and there's a fast day. It is going to be more difficult later to the end of the day at 9 o'clock after the fast to give this year, so I'm pre-recording this year on an earlier hour. The Shabbos is Pasha's Vayelech, one single Parsha. This Parsha, the Shabbos, also known as Shabbos Shuva, by the name of its Haftarah. There are those that call it Shabbos Chuva, being that it's in the Saddasimay Chuva. E there is a custom by many to light a chuva Licht which is, of course, a usually called a yard lump. lamp. Well, they just light a regular candle, but they pref- prefer, obviously, that I should burn the whole Shabbos, because it is for Shabbos tshuva. It's a tshuva licht. What is the purpose of the licht? Many different explanations, obviously, opinions, decisions. Um, basically, what would we say is that it refers to the concept of reminding us throughout Shabbos that this is Shabbos Shuvah. Obviously as a Shabbos in the three weeks, in the, sorry, in the ten days of the Selassim Shuvah, it has a day of its significance on its, in its own right, and therefore deem the name. Is there a difference? Shuvah and Shuvah. Shuvah Yisrael HaTavai al Return is the word of the Navi to the Jewish nation. and Tshuva throughout the Tshuva we seek to do many different things that we don't ordinarily do to improve our status for example those that eat uh, throughout the year are not makbid sorry don't eat necessarily per se they look for it but they're not makbid to not eat khalavakum or paspalta, pasakum or anything like that in the says Smeitshuva, they are more careful with that. Or just very stringent about it. They don't eat it at all. Someone once told me that they have that custom at home and I asked a very random question, it didn't make any sense to me. If it's a wrong thing to do, and therefore you're being careful about it in the says Smeitshuva, why do you do it a whole year? Ela May, you feel there's nothing wrong with it, therefore you do it a whole year. So my and it says what are you improving on? It's an old standard question that we've asked many times. You see, a product is called new and improved, and it makes no sense because if it's new. What do they improve on? And if it's an old, old item that they improved and they made it better now, it's obviously not new. So the concept of new and improved makes no sense whatsoever. Um, I've asked my listeners before if anybody could possibly explain it to me. I'd be ecstatic to hear an explanation as to what it's supposed to actually mean. And teshuva so and Tshuva in essence make reference to repentance. Repentance means I've done something wrong and I need to repent for it. Repentance means even a tzaddik needs to repent Honesty. the tzaddik needs to repent What is that what does that even mean the righteous man what wrong could he have possibly done and yet we require from him to repent Shuvah the B'Hashem the founder of Hasidism said no Shuvah Yisrael and Shuvah are one but the reference really is return that doesn't mean that one is far away chas that heaven forbid someone is distanced but it means to return to take a step back and therefore it doesn't matter what status you are in Judaism you always can find reason and place to return there are times that we look at it and we reflect on our year and we think of certain things that we may have done that may merit chas not merit, that may deserve chas punishment and we fear the punishment and we say to ourselves I don't want to be punished like this And I wouldn't want somebody else to be punished this way either. How do I get rid of this? How do I clear this slate so that this doesn't happen neither to me nor to anyone else? Tells us the Teda. Tshuva, (coughs) because it does not necessarily mean only repentance, it's a concept of returning, has several stages to it. That first stage being, Kharata The mere fact that one regrets what they had done, already puts them back in a different stead before Hashem. When Hashem looks at you and says, and hears, you regret doing it, even though you've repeated doing it. Even though the next day, after regretting doing it, you did it again. Hashem says, I accept that, my child. I believe in you, my child. I have faith in you. And I understand that you regret doing it. But how do I do tshuva for it? How do I make it go away? How do I do it? make it better? There are different levels, there are different things, different Avedas, different sins have different ways of being repented. But our mission in life, our life goal, is to do the best we can. To be the best that we can. To try to make a difference in the world, and difference in life. If chas v'shalom, heaven forbid, you fall into the trap of the Sahara. Whether it be the most menial, simple sin, or, God forbid, the worst of sins. God has a place for Everyone and a good place, and a place they deserve to be in, and a place that they will be better in, and a place they will be happy in. Even taking on punishment. When one accepts a punishment, whether it be for themselves or for somebody else, when one accepts to be smitten for something that someone else did just to protect the other person just the other person should not have any kind of blemish should not have any kind of punishment any kind of pain, God forbid this in itself is a tremendous, tremendous undertaking but the person themselves can work on the actual sin itself to take that sin, polish it, and turn it to a schus, and the mere fact that the other person knows by knowing that Hashem gets affected, and we affect ourselves between us between our connection to God. There's a rope, the Altarebbe explains in Tanya. It's a rope with many strands. And each time a person, God forbid, does a sin, they sever a strand. They cut one little part of that rope. If a person understood that they were cutting the part of the rope, they would never do it. They would never allow themselves, God forbid, to fall into such a situation, such a predicament. And therefore... they would do everything in their power not to cut it. However, there are so many different trials and tribulations that we are presented with. It's simply difficult. Years ago, in the city of Bills. They had the Rebbe, Reb Shalom, Shalom Bells. It was Slichus night, the night before the week, was not the Saturday night before Rosh Hashanah, or this year it was a week and a half before actually. The shul was full, and they waited for the Rebbe to arrive. The Rebbe in turn turned to his gabai to his secretary, and said to him, do me a favor, put the horses to the wagon, we're going for a ride. <laughs> his eyes bulged out, He says, Rebbe, you have thousands of chassidim waiting for you to come to us what do you mean you're going for a ride now? But he wouldn't ask any questions on the Rebbe, he mounted the horses, he hooked up the horse, connected the horses, and he took the Rebbe to uh, the destination he wanted to go, which was in the forest. They began to travel into the forest, and all of a sudden, the Rebbe told him, stop. And the Rebbe dismounted. He got out of the wagon, actually, not from the horse, and he walked quietly. He started to walk stealthily, to a hut, a little further down. And then he came to the hut, and peered inside the window, and saw an altahidl, a velvel, sitting there, with a bottle of vodka on the table, and two cups, one by him, and one across the table by the empty chair. Well, couldn't hear him, but he observed a very interesting thing. Velvo was talking, he was holding his cup, he was saying the Chaim to whoever was in the other chair, and he was telling him something, and finally he finished, he drank this cup, and then he reached over and took the other cup and drank that one too. Bell's Rebbe picked himself up, he ran back to the wagon, they went back to the shul, and Slichus began. Needless to say, the Chesidim were baffled the Rebbe showing up an hour late, but the Rebbe turned to his Shamas again and told him, you will notice an old Yid that came late into Slichus, so obviously it's going to take him longer to finish Slichus. Tell him I want to see him after slichas. No, after slichas, the shul emptied out, and lo and behold, this older man was sitting there himself saying slichas. And shamas comes over and says, "The Rebbe would like to see you." What a fear! What a what a shock came upon this poor fellow! What could the Rebbe possibly want from me? simple Jew. simple velvel. But, he's still wearing his gartel from slichas, He came into the Rebbe. And the Rebbe saw how scared he was. He says, velvel, velvel. That's Chavek my kind Sit down, my child. Velvul, before Slikas, before you came here, you sat by the table with a bottle of vodka and two glasses. You were saying something, then you drank your glass you drank the other glass. Pray tell me what happened. Now Velvul was shaking in his boots. This is worse news than he thought. How does the Rebbe know what I was doing? He says Rebbe, "I'll tell you the truth. Unfortunately, Velvel's crying starts to cry. That Velvel's wife had passed away a few years ago, and unfortunately, they were not blessed with children." so it was me and my few animals a few months ago the cow got sick the cow that I used for my milk got sick and I prayed to God I said it by initialism from the one cow you have enough cows take other cows let my cow alone it's so hard for you to heal my cow cow didn't get better I said, Rabbi Yisrael, I'm warning you. If you don't heal my cow, I'm stopping to go to your shul. Well, he took me up on the deal. And the cow died. And I stopped going to shul. Then, my sheep got sick now the sheep I'm warning you if you don't heal the sheep I'm stopping to pronounce film well looks like the ibish is a, a daring person sheep died and here's the nebuch without velvets coming to shul and no film then the chickens got sick I said, B'esh your last chance. Shabbos and Yom To is going out the window with my chickens. And lo and behold, last week, my chickens died. So it's past Shabbos. There was no Shabbos available. So there's no tefillin, there's no Shul, and no Shabbos. Then this evening, I realized. It's sliches Nacht. The night of Slichus. <laughs> How do you not go to shul on Slichus night? And I remembered, about three years ago, a good friend of mine, and I, had a fight, we had a quarrel, we had a fallout. And we had an issue with one another. And... We weren't talking. We weren't going to each other. Nothing. I didn't have any similas. Anyway. One day, he showed up at my door with a bottle of vodka. And he said, I got to talk to you. And he sat down and he put down a glass in front of me and a glass in front of him. Filled my glass, filled his glass, and said, "Ve'ol, long game. Can't continue anymore. We can't quarrel. L'chayim to our friendship. We did it once, we did it twice, we did it thrice. After the third l'chayim, we jumped up and hugged each other and started to dance and sing So here, but I don't go to shul. I don't put on and I don't keep Shabbos. Why? Because I'm angry at Hashem. So I took out a bottle. And I put down two cups, one for me, one for the Abish. I said, Rebbeinah sit down next to me. And I poured it for the Abish and I poured it for me. And, and I said, the Rebbeinah them enough. I wasn't very good, you weren't very good to me either. I forgive you, you forgive me. And I said, L'chaim. Then I asked M'chila for the second Avedis, and I said, L'chaim again with Ebeshter. And a third L'chaim, and then we started dancing together. Once we started dancing together, Hashem forgave me, and I came to Shul. This is Shuvah. Returning. Not chas Repenting. And remorsefully sitting there. Banging our chest. Pulling our hair out. Crying over everything that we did. We need to take and clean our slate. We need to take ourselves and say, D'rishu Hashem b'yayzeh karev. Today we say after by mincha on the first day of Sam Gedalia. Hashem is looking for us. Hashem is able, we are able to find God wherever we want. And in case we are doubting that, in case we feel we are a distance from God, we should know, no. We are so, so close to God this is a little taste of Shabbat Shuva. <clears> How <throat> many shuls, there's the Shabbos Shuva where the Rabbi stands and reprimands the Kahal, reprimands his congregants, telling them of all their shortcomings, of all the things they have done wrong, of all the ways they need to repent. So we tell you, there's nothing to be concerned. Just ask Scranton if you're on on the Shear, Please text me that you're there. This week's parsha very, very, very short parsha because usually. Nitzvah and Vayerich are together, and even together, there's only 70 psukim. So, they're separate this year. So you have Nitzvah, 40 psukim, Vayerich only 30. But out of the 30 psukim, There's a lot to talk about. There's a full, full parasha. There are two mitzvahs that stand out towards the end of the parasha. first is the Mitzvah of Hakel and the second The Mitzvah of Hakel was a Mitzvah given we'll soon discuss whether it was given for the first year for the seventh year of Shemitah, all the Jews came to the Beis Hamidosh. All the Jews means men, women, and children. the question is asked why the children and the answer is a simple one to give a schuss to the parents for bringing them And of course, Va'atah Kiswilachem is to write a Sefer We are now holding, as we started Chumash Devarim, the last 37 days of the life of Mesh And in his last days, on his last days, Meisha tells me to sell these two final mitzvahs: hakel and writing a sefer These two mitzvahs, though, share a common objective. You're actually there. (laughs) Shalom to you. They share a common objective. to allow the future generations to experience to some degree what B'nai Yisrael experienced by the giving of the Torah. HaKel, we literally replicate replicate the events that happened in Harsinai. The entire Jewish nation gathers in one place and listens to the king read certain parts of the Torah that help them encourage, help them encourage them to perform mitzvahs and to strengthen their true faith. And everyone in attendance, says the Rambam, should view himself as though he was instructed now for the first time regarding the Tera as though he is hearing it from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, from the Almighty Himself and similarly when a person writes a Sefer for himself the Tera tells us as if he received it on Har Sinai these are two mitzvahs They connect us, both in their own way, to the receiving of the Torah. Hakil gathers us all together. And the writing of a Sefer Torah does the same. It's as if you yourself receiving the Sefer from Akkadish Baruch at the time. If you're keeping score at home, it's Gimara Menaches, Lamed Amor Why do we need these two mitzvahs? If they both fulfill the same pur- purpose in essence. Prior to receiving the Torah, B'nai Yisrael declared, not and ishma. We'll obey, and we'll listen. Expressing a commitment to Hashem, a commitment to both aspects of the giving of the Torah that would take place on Sinai. Which one was the giving of the Torah itself, to study it, to know it, and the giving of the commandments which we need to obey and to fulfill and to observe. So therefore, Hakil, and writing a Sefer Teda, they share the purpose to recreate the experience of receiving the Teda, but each one of these focuses on one of these aspects. Hakil is focusing on invigorating our acceptance of the mitzvahs. Tere articulates, in order that they will fear Hashem. L'mayn Yishmu, V'Yiru, V'Yilmedu. They'll fear God. And they'll observe to do the words of the Tere. In contrast, Ve'ata Kisvu L'chem Eshashira Hazes Ve'lamda B'nei Yisrael Ve'lamda B'nei Yisrael Sima V'fiyem Learn it study it, this takes in the other side of it. This now talks to us about receiving. Write yourselves this song. Teach it to Bnei Yisrael. Place it in their mouths. Give them the power to sit and study Torah. many years ago there was a rift between the Vilna Gon and the Altareba and the Vilna Gon was known as the Vilna Gon because he came from the city of Vilna the Altareba didn't come from the city of Alter; (laughs) he actually came from the city of Yadi the Ojna. But people were starting to hear about Chassidim, although the Balshem introduced Khsidis, and he had a student the Masjid Magid, who then in turn produced Chassidim, produced rebbe's in their own right the Alta Rebbe started a whole new Following trend where people flush started to learn this. One day, a very wealthy man and a very staunch follower of the Vilna Gun the mayor of falls, it's a rainy, stormy night, valid day, sorry. There's a knock on his door. He was a wealthy philanthropist, and therefore, it wasn't uncommon for there to be a knock on the door. The wife goes to the door and she sees a woman standing there. And the woman says, The Alter Rebbe, Shizalman Ali Adi, sent me here to the Falls and told me. That for three years I don't know where my husband is, and I therefore have the status of an aguna. But Mayor Falls, he will help me find my husband. Well, Mayor Falls was not very happy. First of all, what do I have to do with the Altalebe? Secondly, what right does he have sending to me? And I have no clue as to where this lady's husband is. Well, she was relentless. They ever told me you're gonna find The ever told me you're gonna find and you're not I'm not letting go until you do. And she lived in the house. So finally they got a little bit agitated and they decided to get her apartment, her own. And now she was limited to the access of the home. So obviously she pestered him less. One day, a group of Russian soldiers, or whatever soldiers they were, came passing through town. And they came passing through the town, and they had them for sale for sale they had a few slaves a few Jews a few slaves and one of them happened to be a Jew so when the town heard that there was a Jew being sold they immediately went to Meir Falls because this was his um, MO as we say and they told Meir the Falls about what's going on And he came forth, he asked the name of the Jew, he was told the name of the Jew, he says, Wait a minute, I'm buying this guy, because I know where he belongs. And he was right, this was the husband, and he took the husband aside, and he got the husband to give a divorce to the wife. And so the mayor of Falls was a little bit intrigued now. How the Altar knew that this man would come through this town and that the mayor of Falls would be in touch with these people and that he indeed would be able to solve this dilemma of a But that's not buying me. I still got much convincing to do, because in Vilna they did not like him. They all did ever. short while later, two businessmen in Vilna were accused, true or not true, for tax evasion, or whatever it was, and they were facing very severe charges. They went to Mayor Falls, could you help us out? Mayor Falls said, you know what? It's a little long shot, but I did see him do a miracle, I think. Go travel to the Alter Rebbe. they came to the Alter Rebbe, hoping that somehow he'd do something, They poured out their hearts. The Al-Turibb looked at them and said, Tell me, please. There's a Gemara that says, The kingdom on earth is like the kingdom of heaven. Can you explain that Gemara to me, please? I have no idea. I'll tell you what it is. You know that sometimes, for example, the Tsar Nikolai, or whatever it was, from the family Romanov, but nobody would call him Nikolai Romanov. They'd be shot. What do they call him? They call him Tsar. Maximum Tsar Nikolai, not Tsar Nikolai Romanov. Definitely not Nikolai Romanov. Hakadosh Baruch has the same thing. There are many names of God that are written a certain way, but are not pronounced that way. We don't pronounce the names of God the way they're written. Malchusa the Ara and Malchusa the Rakia. And they said, Well, what about our case? The al ignored and they were dismissed. Uh, no, okay. They were dismissed and they left. Now they were a bundle of nerves. They came for a bracha. They came for a miracle and nothing happened here. So, they came back to Vilna and they told the Meir Falls. of Falls said, I'm sorry. Win some, lose some. I guess we lost. I guess it didn't work. And they were quite devastated but they got to do something quick they heard about a garden in Petersburg in Petersburg, that all the dignitaries go for walks there so they decided they're going to go there they're going to bribe the guard find out when the minister of justice has to walk and they'll approach him and ask him for, 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 for a pardon. They'll beg, they'll plead, whatever they can do. No. They came to the place. And they came to the guard and they bribed him. They said, please show us when the Minister of Justice has to walk by and he said, today is Tuesday. He walks by on Tuesdays. Uh, he w- goes on Wednesdays. He goes on the way to the Sheer. He goes by here on Wednesday. No. So that night, they camped in the garden. They just camped out there. And they'll wait for him to come by. They told him, show us, signal. <laughs> Bye, eh? And they see a minister walking very dignified looking minister, and the guy is waving, he's waving at them, says that must be the signal, okay, they jump out, and they fall to his feet, and start begging and pleading for their lives, we're innocent, we didn't do it, it's a blood libel, they're going to kill us for it, The minister says, uh, excuse me, but you're looking for a minister of justice. Today's his day to walk, but he didn't feel well, so I took his day instead. I'm the minister of education. But I'll tell you what, just today the czar called me in and asked me a question. Maybe you can help me out with the question. He says, in your Talmud it says, and The kingdom of the earth is like the kingdom of heaven. What does it mean? What does that mean? And the two people looked at each other in bewilderment, in total perplexed shock. And they said Mm -hmm. exactly what the Atrebe explained. How the name of the Tsar, the name of their king, of their Ebishta, Are not pronounced. Needless to say, a smile went across his face. He was ecstatic. What a beautiful answer. What a beautiful explanation you just gave me. And that worked for him. And he says, Listen to me, Kindalak. You say you're innocent. I have to go tell the Tsar my answer. I will give him over the answer in your name's and I will tell them of your predicament and I'm sure the Tsar himself will pardon you. Well obviously they went back to Mayor Falls told him the story. Mayor Falls became very very impressed and Came a closer of the altar, and so did these people. So the antagonism in that particular case came to an end. Pasik tells us in the sixth parsha, "V'samtem oseh b'tzad ha'arom brisa shemalei chapter 31, verse 26 and place it on the side of the Aram after Moshe Rabbeinu wrote the entire Sefer according to God's commandment God commands him to put it in a place that's holy Where exactly did he put the secretary If he came his score at home, there's Gemara Baba Basri Yudalid Yudalid side 14, side 1. And Gemara discusses this and he gives two opinions. One is the secretary was put in the Arun bris Atzme, in the Arun that carried that was put in the Holy of Holies. On the side of Lucas Abris, on the side of the actual tablets that were brought by Moshe down on Sinai. The other opinion is, Seyfetera was not put in the Aram, but rather on the side. But according to both opinions, it's clear that the Seyfetera that Moshe wrote was ultimately placed in the Holy of Holies. What is the Holy of Holies? The Holy of Holies in the temple, the Kedosh did not take up space or time. The Chazal tell us, if you keep me score at home, so on the end of the first page, first side, the sect Yuma Chaf Aleph. And the Imara says, Mokim Arin The place that the Oren occupied in the Kedish Kedoshim did not take up any measurement. There's no measurement. Which means to say, when you measure the width and the length of the Kedush kedushim. The width was accepted was twenty amos. Whereas if you measure the sides of the aron, it's also twenty amos, ten amos each side. Even though the Urn itself was two and a half amos. I'm a so obviously this is something that's not natural it's something miraculous it is higher than the concept of space it was in the Holy of Holies and this is also time in the Holy of Holies when the King Gadol would go into would enter the Holy of Holies and time and place are bound one with the other The revelation of God in the Holy of Holies knew no boundaries. The same was with the Lucas, the tablets that Mesha brought. I'm not even recording here, am I? Whoops. Okay, this is a mistake. This last portion of the sheer on the video is a mistake. We're missing a lot of the part of it. Okay. The same was the concept of the luches. Even though they were brought in over here, they were higher than nature. The letters on the luches were engraved in the stone. The writing became one with stone. It didn't affect the existence of the stone itself. A mem or a samach that was written in the luches has the little circle in the middle. It remained the circle. It didn't fall out. Miraculously, if you're keeping score at home, the Emon of Shabbos Kuf Dalaram 104 side 1, is also brought down another Gemara in Megillah, Chafa On the other hand, the Sefer Terah written by Meish Rabbeinu, was a regular handwritten thing on a cloth, on a parchment. Which obviously, once it becomes a physical letter, Written from ink on a parchment, it's now lo- it's now on a much lower level than the godly writing that was taking that took place in the actual luches. The light that now shone in the worldly manner question becomes, what's the connection, therefore, between the Sefer and Kedish Kedoshim? Sefer is a physical thing. It was a physical concept, Sefer It was written on a physical parchment, written with physical ink. What place did it have in the Holy of Holies? It was said before, the Holy of Holies had no connection with time or place. But rather, we, we have to understand that this Sefer Teda, actually... video is going to be a catastrophe this week. Okay. This Seyfetayra actually, in essence, is the actual reason for the Kedesh The existence of the Kedesh was because of the Seyfetayra. The concept of the Kedesh was not that this great light, this everlasting, this light from godly, this godly light should shine in the world and it should be in a higher level than actual physical world rather the light should shine outside of Kurdish Kedoshim not only outside of the Kedish Kedoshim outside of the Harabayas. not only outside the Haravayis, but the entire world, even the non-Jewish nation, should recognize this light. This is the concept of the Seyfetele that Marisha wrote. To be the bridge between the world and God. The concept of higher than nature of the highest spiritual level possible, and the most worldly concept that there is. This is what Rosh Hashanah does for us. Not enough Rosh Hashanah itself stands, each Jew stands, and is pounding themselves, and is putting themselves in a place totally, totally nullifying themselves. This is not the idea. The idea is to enlighten the days of the year. We come to Rosh Hashanah to light up a path for the rest of the year. Chayim, es Hashem A light and a life for the daily life that is now going to transpire for the rest of the next coming year. And serving God with reason. To light up the Kabbalah Sale, which is higher than Tavvadas. When a person has Kabbalah Sale, they don't think, "Oh, I should accept. I shouldn't accept. I could be. It couldn't be." No, person says, "I have complete Kabbalah Sale. This is what I'm told to do. This is how I'm going to do it. I don't question what I'm, I'm taught, if I know it comes to the right source." And this is what the Shefa of Rosh Hashanah brings for the entire year, and this way we will definitely be zecha, to aksiva, chsima teva, b'teva nigla, and that this Shabbos Shuvah, we will feel, the, not the repentance, but rather the return, as we all return, to Yerushalayim Yer HaKodesh, and to the Kodesh HaKadoshim, where we will all see, the true nature, of what the Kodesh HaKadoshim stands for, and how it stands for us, Ksiwach to all a gemarach an easy fast a shana teiva and we say Shabbat shalom to all.